I'm Haley and this is Taya, and welcome to Haley and Taya Rip of Supernatural and Start Over, and also sometimes we'll go about stuff a podcast. Also known as Hitrusa, and this week we are talking about Season 3, Episode 10, Dream a Little Dream of Me. This episode originally aired on February 7th, 2008, and was written by Catherine Humphreys and Sarah Gamble. Sarah Gamble, we feel meh about, and Catherine Humphreys, we feel meh about, and it was Great. directed by Steve Boyum, who we feel this is only his second episode. The other one was Crossroad Blues, and that one I think was also just like fine. Cool. So, you know, cool. Cool. Um, I'm going to now deliver the shortest summary that I've ever given. Bobby's in a coma. Right. Dean and Sam find out how. They can only get it through Bella. Uh, they take weird, the weird drug and go into his dreams to get him out. Turns out there's a silly guy in there who's killing people. They do some dream walking and figure it out. By the way, we find out Bobby is killed. That Bobby killed his wife because she was possessed. Dean wants to be with Lisa. Dean thinks that he has, is nothing more but a clone of his dad. And Dean doesn't want to die. Sam kills the guy who's killing. And Bella steals the cult. That's the episode. Oh, wow, cool. Uh, we met the guy beforehand. Uh, he was part of a sleep study of a, the dead guy that Bobby was investigating. And he offered both Bobby and Sam, no, Bobby and Dean, beers. Yeah. And they both drank it. And that's how they got the DNA to get into their brains. Correct. Cool. Anyway. Um, yeah. Oh, also when they drank the drug, drink tea, um, they uh, they had to put Bobby's hair in it. So that they could, uh, yeah, go in his dreams. Cool. Um. So my note, no deaths. Uh, this episode has uh one on-screen death, three off-screen mentioned deaths, and then uh the death of Dream Dean was it. So that makes for a total of five deaths, technically. Cool. Um. Now my notes. Okay. My first note is when Lisa cameo, except it's in all caps, so it's more like when Lisa cameo. I got very excited. Um, uh huh. Now then I have why are there three red apples in that bowl full of green apples? That really threw me off, and it did throw me off for the whole episode. Just in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, at the beginning when we we're first in Bobby's little dreamy, uh, there's like a bowl of apples on the table and they're like all green except for like three fucking bright red ones and I was like what's happening here it was so weird then I have the line sir wake up sir sir wake up uh from the from the maid at the motel or whatever uh who found Bobby yes yes uh my next one is neurotypical Sam moment (laughs) because Sam says (laughs) Sam is talking to Dean, and he, Sam says, Why do you care so little about yourself? What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I was like... He does say, what's wrong with you? And he literally kind of says, funny. what's wrong with you? And I was like, wow. That's pretty neurotypical mm-hmm. of you, Sam. My next one is Dr. Walter Gregg. Is that a House MD reference? The answer is, like, no. I was just being funny. Because uh, House's name is Gregory, and his first they call him Greg. So, it's... This is a funny little moment for me, personally. Uh, my next note is, I was growing ferns. Because Jeremy tells, tells, uh-huh. says that he was growing ferns. Like, Jeremy, no, you weren't. You were, you were growing marijuana, silly. So funny. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my next note is, unless you're on duty or something. Because when Jeremy offers Dean a beer, he says, unless you're on duty or something. And Dean being Dean is just like, I think I can make an exception. Then I have the next, the next note is confirmed Dean has taken acid. Because Jeremy compares <laughs> dreaming to like the way that he dreams or something to feeling like a bad uh-huh. acid trip. And Dean just goes, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. And then he goes, I mean, um, yes, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure that makes sense. Or something like that. Like, tries to mask it. And I was like, okay, Dean, so you, uh, have done hard drugs. I don't actually know if acid mm-hmm. counts as hard drugs. I don't know anything about I don't, drugs. I don't know what constitutes, like, a hard drug. I also so, don't. So, yeah. sorry if I sound like an idiot. I'm, I'm a straight edge. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, my next one is when you're Dean and you're watching your sir get dad be comatose. <laughs> because I'm funny. Then I have, woo, supernatural and the racisms. I don't, uh, we'll get to that. Bobby is doing great in his mind prison, I can see. That note was taken when Bobby was very clearly not doing great in his mind prison. Uh-huh. Uh, he was stuck in a closet or something screaming for help. And I was like, wow, he's doing great right now. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I have my favorite quote from the episode, which is homicidal little Sandman. And I said that that's what they called Anakin Skywalker. Because, again, I I thought that was a funny joke that I made. Um, So I really hope (laughs) that that made some some Star Wars fan laugh. Enjoy your Anakin Skywalker joke. I haven't seen any of the prequels since they first came out. Cool. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. Then I have the note, the, the look on their face when they mentioned Bella's name. Like, they, the facial acting in this episode, there were a couple of really good spots, and this was one of them. When they both, when they say Bella the first time, they just, the, their face said it all, and it was really good. Then I have the note, Lara Cohen in black lingerie, with, with a little ellipses after it, because uh, I like women, and sorry about it. Then I have a very important note. Uh, folks, we have bumped our Sam Kiss count up to five. Oh my god. Sam Kiss count is now at five because Jesus Sam has Christ. a sex dream about Bella where they kiss. Okay, so like... No, we're going to talk about it later. Don't worry. We don't have to talk about it now? Yeah, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. Okay. My next note is Dean saying Brad Pitt, queer Sam moment. I believe it was in the last episode we talked about uh, that thing, right? Like, I don't know if this was one of those moments that she wrote in that was, like, her being, I don't like, think this is one of them, because this was pretty explicitly Sam having heterosexual sex. Yeah, but, like, Dean's joke, I mean. I don't know. I don't know either, but... Dean was, like, trying to guess who Sam's little sex dream was about, and he was like, Brad Pitt? And Sam was like, no, what? <laughs> um, Here's the thing. Here's, because here's, being gay is issue funny. That, well, here's... Yeah, here's the issue I have. It it never feels, at least in these early seasons, even if you can argue, like, oh, this was, like, intentional, like, quote-unquote queerbaiting, it's queerbaiting at the extent that it comes across, or, or coding, sorry, not baiting, coding, it comes across more as just, like, homophobic, and I don't know if we should yeah. be, like, giving them credit for disguising coding as homophobia. We shouldn't. Because there's been people who have queer-coded characters without 
in like there's ways to do it that don't just consist of making gay jokes right you know even if this was sarah gamble because she did write this episode even if this was her making an attempt to add some queer coding for sam i'm not going to take it because i don't think it was good i just think it was homophobic right and that's so i guess that's where i land i don't I don't, I don't care about, I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't think that we should be giving any credit there for disguising your coding as just blatant homophobia on Dean's part. Right. Because I don't Here's... think Dean in, in, in any way makes it a genuine thing. I think he's genuinely just being like, haha, gay funny. Yeah. Um. Here's where I land on it. I do think that that's what she was doing there. And I don't think that it should be credited because it's bad but i think that's what she thought she was doing and she thought it was a good thing you know what there's definitely a chance this was like 2007 when it was written probably if it right. aired in 28 2008 right. there's totally a chance that she was like that that's queer then we obviously can't know sarah gamble's intentions or if she wrote that part right and in retrospect it's way easier to be like Again, I, I'm not trying to take that away if that's genuinely something she tried to do and was knocked down for. But I w- I've just been thinking about that because, like, I think yesterday the showrunner for, like, Wizards of Waverly Place was like, well, yeah, Alex was by and she and Stevie we wanted to do more with that. Did you not see that? No! I've been student well, teaching. It's, like, it's a lot... <laughs> Sorry. It's a lot easier for you to say that, you know, she said it. I don't remember when she the original the first time she wanted a kiss was and I don't know when because I don't I haven't gotten the book yet it's easier to say after the fact I wanted this character to be gay or we wanted this character to be gay and I'm not again same with Disney same with Sarah I'm not saying they didn't want that and I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that no one told them they couldn't but it doesn't like really have an effect on the story for me like right it's just something you learned like, oh, well, that's an interesting fun fact, but your queer coding of Sam boiled down to Dean making homophobic jokes. Right. So, like, I'm not going to give you anything. Mm-hmm. Unless you guys are going to fucking revive the show and make Sam buy, then, like, I don't, I don't have, there's nothing here for me. Right. You know? Yeah. I understand we still live in a homophobic society. There were 15 seasons of this super, super, super popular show. The fact that you could not get one of your characters to say that they were any flavor of LGBT until the final season and then that character immediately was sent to hell tells me everything I need to know. So, you know, that's all. This is a bad show. I think that sums it up really well. (laughs) Thanks. So, my next note is, <clears throat> Bobby saved Bella's life once, love that for him, I am unsurprised. Well, turns out that that wasn't true, but we'll get to that later. Then I have the note, I am, ob- I, I accidentally am objectifying women once again, because I did, and I will. Sorry. I'm not sorry. It, it is, it is my right, as a bisexual woman, to objectify women, mm-hmm. okay? Okay. Well... <laughs> I'm saying that it was fucking weird in the episode, okay? You know? I do. I'm not saying that you said I can't. I'm just letting the general audience know that it is my right. We'll talk about it. I have have things to say. I don't know. This episode was so weird about Bella. Yeah. In many ways. Not just that. Yeah. 
The next one is Dean's clothes are the same color as the bedding, which is the same color as the walls. Then I have Sam like, no, no, imagine if this house was not put together at all, then you can clearly tell it's Bobby's house, which I thought was like a really funny scene. The saturation playing in this episode is so funny. I I worded that note really weird, but basically in the different parts of the dreams, like the saturation, saturation was all played with and shit. So like, when they're in Bobby's house, it's super desaturated. It's very gray. It's very gray. Um, but then when Sam is outside in the like weird like outside dream, it's very saturated, like oversaturated to a point where his mm-hmm. skin looks very red because it's so saturated. Yeah. Uh, and I, so- I got what they were trying to do for sure. Um, right. I just don't know if it was the most successful because... I don't know, because they were definitely trying to go for this dreamlike quality. The way that they did the colors made everything so sharp, almost. I'm not sure if that was the intent they were going with. I wish they had gone... I don't know, maybe not softer. Maybe if, like, uh-huh. they put, like, the like, a glow? On edges. Yeah, it, it felt... It, it, it did give that unreality feeling, which helped a little bit because they do the color grading that they did in Bobby's dream so often that that sort of like gray desaturation like doesn't come across as any different than usual so at least the contrast was there more and they had more natural coloring in the other scenes so they made an attempt it felt like they were in like the windows like loading screen Mm -hmm. like you know the the green hills it's a desktop and the blue the desktop yeah It felt like that. The reds were just, it wasn't even, it was past the point of being dreamlike and just being like, whoa, you messed up something. And it it felt like it, for me at least, kept changing. It felt like it kept shifting slightly to adjust to whatever was on screen. But that might have just been me. Mm -hmm. That might not have actually been happening. It wouldn't have made sense to do it that way. I just, that's how my brain was picking it up. Right. I read you. Next note is, when Bobby's dead wife. Moving on. Bobby's super fake scratches. He had these scratches on his face that were clearly, like, happened in the dream. And they, like, were clearly not scratches at all. Like, uh, sorry. Obviously, they're, like, makeup. But they didn't even look like they were, like, they did not look like scratches. They were not deep. There was no depth to them. They were just, Mm -hmm. like, marks on his face. My brain, my brain, it's falling out of my ears. My my brain! Oh, yeah. So the the scratches were really... (laughs) Scratches are really fake. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Then I have the net line, you're kind of a father, you're kind of a father to me. And then I wrote, I have to die right now. I like when the boys, uh, like, acknowledge Bobby as a father figure. It, it makes me feel things in my body, in my brain, in my, mm-hmm. in my heart, my soul. Then I have the line, Bobby said, everybody got into hunting somehow. And I, I said that this might be the best line in the show. Specifically, I said that because of the delivery and the look on his face when he said it. Mm-hmm. It was just pathetic, like, very empathetic smile. It made me made me feel... I like Bobby. I like Bobby a lot. <laughs> then I have... Did Bobby actually save Bella? I'm so confused. I would get that answer... I'd get that question answered shortly. But then my next note is, Lisa! But it's all caps, but I didn't feel like yelling just now. But it is all caps, so I am screaming it in my notes. I got very excited when Lisa showed up. Jensen did great eye acting when he said, I've never had this dream before. So the Lisa dream happens, and 
Sam is standing, like, slightly behind Dean. And then Lisa says, like, Lisa's like, oh, we only have an hour until we have to pick Ben up from baseball. And Dean, like, looks back at Sam, who's looking at him, and he goes, I've never had this dream before. And he, like, make <laughs> Jensen does this thing with his eyes, and it was one of those, it was just, like, really good facial acting. Um, it was really funny, I thought. My next note is, <clears throat> I'm fucking sick in the fucking head. I wish Lisa and Dean and Ben were endgame. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about Yeah, no, about they them. just get dropped. They, they just get dropped, get don't dropped. they? Well, well, they don't get dropped. Like, their fucking memory gets wiped by Castiel. Yeah, so I guess oh technically they don't get dropped, but the show does say we're not ever coming back to this plot point. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. We're yeah. going out of our way to tell you guys that these characters are never coming back. Yeah, and I actually, I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure they are mentioned, like, once way later, but regardless, uh, they are dropped, kind of. So, they make me sad. My next note is... Mm-hmm. Two Deans, huh? That's it, that's my note. Uh, just two Deans, huh? Oh. Yep. Jeremy and that baseball bat have a trauma bond, is my next note. <laughs> yeah. Um... Taya was like, wow, he really likes that baseball bat, huh? And I was like, Taya, his father beat him with that. <laughs> so they're trauma bonded. Woo! My next note is God. Dean's subconscious calling him out for being a recreation of his dad. I'm sick. I'm fucking sick. I'm sick in the fucking head. It's something that, like, they keep bringing up, but they never truly, I don't think, like, process that in any way. Correct. Like, they Which acknowledge is... it, but don't do anything. So this is directly stated in my next note, where I say, uh. like, do I have to talk about the fact that they really fucked up by having Dean, like, battle this thing with himself, but then it, then it, then it, then it, then, then it, then they... <laughs> uh-huh. They just fucking drop, like, they drop it. I'm sorry, but they don't fucking acknowledge, like, they do not acknowledge it the way that they should, and if they want to address it, they need to address it, and, like, the fact that they addressed it this early and I forgot about it, like it was addressed multiple it was times. Also addressed, even to I this think, point. in a different episode. Yeah, it's They've been addressed, addressed in a couple this of episodes. And his and him, like never having like thoughts out, like not knowing how to do things out for himself, not knowing how to not wait. That was that's a double negative. Not knowing how to like disobey John. They've talked about it. They uh-huh. do. They do no exploration of it in any meaningful way. Dean never necessarily grows from it. They just stop talking about John, and that's how they've decided it's, like, quote-unquote fixed. John is, like, not so much, like, there, because he died. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. We don't have to talk about this. But it's just so weird. Yeah, it's It's, not... it's, it's bad writing is what it's it is. It's bad writing is what it is, simply. Simply, it's bad writing. My third to last note is, Sam, that was fucked up. You can't just bring this kid's abusive dad back. Not only does Sam bring that this kid's... That was kid, wild. Not only does Sam bring this kid's abusive dad back, but it is the last thing that he sees before Sam kills him. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Then I have my last... Nope, second to last note, which is, OMG, I forgot about Psychic Sam. Ha ha ha. Oopsie. And then my last one is Jesus when Christ. you're when you're Dean and and I don't know if I was going to make a joke there or if the joke was the fact that I cut it off. So nice. Yeah. That was a lot of notes this week. So yeah, more than I've had in a while. 
Yeah, for sure. So the only thing I did research on this week was for the lore library, by the way, we're there now, uh, was African Dream Room because I did want to take a quick peek just to see. And I don't know how accurate any of this was because I couldn't find like a ton of ton on it. Uh-huh. So uh, forgive me. I don't get paid to do this podcast, so I'm not doing in-depth research. I'm Googling. <sighs> on Healthline, I found a I found something that supposedly was medically reviewed by someone and it's uh, it says African dream root is an herb native to South Africa. Traditionally, people use the plant's roots to trivi- treat severe, several, not severe, several health conditions. In addition, the Kosa people of South Africa use the roots to stimulate vivid or lucid dreams, which they believed helped them communicate with their ancestors. Um, there's uh, the Kosa and Zulu people prize the roots. Uh, they've long used it to treat various health conditions, such as fevers and delirium, blah, blah, blah. Uh, supposedly you're not, according to one source, you're not actually supposed to drink the liquid. You're just supposed to, to like, consume the foam, uh, if you're making it in water. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but the boys do drink all of it. So if there's bad effects, yikes. This one from Zamnesia, Zamnesia, uh, I don't know how accurate this one is either. This is, I don't know what this website is. I'm sorry. It is is Selene, maybe, uh, Capensis, which is, I think, the scientific name, and I don't entirely know how to pronounce that, uh, is a flower uh, that has only recently fallen under the Western eye. I don't know if that's true. The flower and its roots are considered a holy teacher plant by the Kosa people, a South African ethnic group. Its roots are used to induce vivid and prophetic dreams that can become lucid, although the latter effect is only reported by a selected few. Although not every user can report this, some will feel extremely lucid while dreaming to a point where they can control the outcome of the dream. Straight after waking, consumers will report vivid memory of what they dreamt. Although if you blah blah dream journal. Blah blah dream journal. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the qu- that's the quote from Sharkboy and Lava Girl. He says that. <laughs> Linus says that. He says blah blah dream journal. So on this Wikipedia page, the only source the source for this quote is a review of plants used in divination in Southern Africa and their psychoactive effects. I haven't read it, but you know there you go. It's really traditionally used to induce vivid and according to the. Kosa people, prophetic lucid dreams during the initiation process of shamans, classifying it as a naturally occurring onigiron? No, one, 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 no, one, how the fuck do you say this word? Hold on. A substance or other stimulus which produces or enhances dreamlike states of consciousness. I don't know how to say it. Anyway, it it does do the lucid dreamy thing. That's cool. that that is thing. I could not find from my brief research necessarily things about dreamwalking. That might have been supernatural making shit up. So, love it. Great. And I didn't see anything about drinking people's DNA with it either. <laughs> like they're just they're just they're just making things up. Uh, and no, it doesn't pass the Pe- Bechtel test. We only have what one name. No, well, technically his wife is. Did we get his wife's name, or did he just no, say? No, we do we... not get told her name yet. So we only have one named woman in this one, and only three speaking women roles, and they're all in different scenes. So no, it does who's not pass the... the Bechtel test. Who's the one named woman? Oh, Lisa. Oh, Lisa. I forgot Lisa. No, I was thinking Bella. Oh. LOL, I forgot about Bella! No! Well, the issue... The issue I have with you considering Lisa... Well, you know what? That would also be... 
the same issue with Bobby's wife is these yeah. are not real women. Like no. they're technically real. They li- they lived at some point and existed, but they're in these men's minds. Uh-huh. So like even if they talk to each other would we consider that? I don't know, but it doesn't matter cuz they don't interact. So Right. Basically, we have Bella. We have the unnamed housekeeper who tries to wake up Bobby. We have Lisa. We have Bobby's wife. Who that is, is unnamed and, in this episode. And that assistant lady. So. The doctor's oh, right. assistant. I also forgot about her. It doesn't matter. I didn't a, care about this episode. Would you like to know my crack ship for the episode? Yes. I have one today. Oh, that reminds me of something. Go ahead. I'm going to Google something while you do that. Okay. So my crack ship for the day is Jeremy Axtein. Um Here's why I think it works. They both have daddy issues. That is the extent of that uh, ship. That crack ship that I just made. So I got curious. I was really curious. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I just wanted to let you know, because there is Sam's little sex dream. There's only 53 works on AO3 for Bella Sam. That's really funny. And we are, don't worry, I'm, I, I still am going to talk. We're going we're gonna to come back around, don't worry. I promise. Yeah, I just think it's funny because, like, I'm pretty sure this is the only episode that has anything, like, even remotely hinting at Bella and Sam. <sighs> yeah. Because all the other times it's Bella and Dean because she's Correct. supposed to be Dean's parallel. Yes. And so... I just, but I do think it's very funny that they get this like start of a sex scene where they're kissing, and there are fifty three works when Supernatural as a whole has almost has two hundred and fifty seven thousand. Whoa! Holy shit! Fifty three of those are Bella and Sam. That's like barely even a drop in the bucket. Yeah, and a ton of these are like either like um, like a bunch of ships. Or and then quite a few of them, it's uh, it's a second ship to Destiel. That's really funny. Holy shit! And a <laughs> lot of these are rated E. <laughs> oh my god. I guess that's well, fair enough if their only inter- romantic interaction is a sex dream. Yeah. Well, uh, today's episode is brought to you well, by Stars Shining Bright Above You. Dream a little dream of me by Mama Cass Elliot. That was the cringiest thing I'll ever do. Sorry. It yeah. it overcame me. It overcame okay. me. I'm sorry. Stars say I love you. Um, okay, this I'm episode done now. is also brought brought to you by Long Train Running by the Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Doobie Brothers. Doobie means weed mm-hmm. joint that you smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, cool. So today, here's where we come around to it. So the the, the fave wiki was a little bit dry today. Uh, so my fave wiki is something that is actually my least fave uh, today, which is something we've done before. But it is under trivia. It is the it's a little bit long, so stick with me. Eric Kripke revealed that Dean and Sam's dreams were supposed to contrast each other. Sam dreaming of having sex with Bella was to show that below his soft exterior, Sam was basically a horn dog. Dean's dream, on the other hand, was to show Dean's soft desire of wanting to live a normal life with Lisa Braden. To this I have to say, can you shut up, Kripke? <laughs> Eric Kripke, can you shut up? 
I think you've never been told to shut up before. <laughs> and you need to. I just... I just... I... Mm, it's it's so confusing. It comes out of nowhere, and then it goes nowhere. He's awkward with Bella for, like, one scene, and then it's just done because Bella doesn't interact with them for the rest of the episode, really. Right. And also, at that point, like... There is no reason for Sam to have had a dream, like a dream like that, at all. There's, n- there's none. He's known her for at least. We're gonna just, who knows what the fuck the timeline is? But he's known her for presumably a few months, and he has never had any sort of, like, romantic or any sort well, of long? any vibes towards her. And, I mean, I guess you could like be like, well. Sometimes people do get sex dreams about people. You know, and that, that like, happens. Never really had but it. what I'm saying, like, and that happens. But this is a TV show. Also, I'm not even. Everything is supposed to be intentional. I'm not even saying that they're like. I'm not saying that there's no dream- reason for him to have a sex dream about Bella because, like, Bella's pretty. <laughs> like, she's hot. Mm-hmm. So, like, whatever. Like, it could happen. But excuse me. Um, he there was he didn't have the dream root at that point. Like, we know that it's an episode about comas and dreams. But, like, mm-hmm. there was no dream route yet at that point. Like, th- there was no it fucking was reason. It was just a dream put into the middle of it for no reason. They they were like, well, we see Bobby and we see Dean, so I guess we have to show a Sam scene. I don't know. It, it Like, writing-wise, it makes no sense. It truly comes out of nowhere and is deeply confusing. And then you're just left being like, what, why did they do that? <sighs> because it, there's no payoff. This payoff that, oh, Sam is a horn dog and Dean, like, wants to live a normal life. That's, like, the most ham-fisted way to do that. <sighs> and it's not one that I had, like, thought of. I kind of needed, like, I'm sure I could have gotten there. Right. Right. I'm sure I could have come up with that myself. But, like, I don't know if, like, right. we've like, known that Sam is not this soft boy. Like, that's the whole point of this right. season where he keeps killing You don't things. have to say that Sam's not a soft boy by showing him having sex. I'm pretty sure we've seen that by the amount of people he's killed in the last couple of episodes and not had remorse for. Including Jeremy. He's also had sex. We've seen him have he's, sex on this show. We, I, I'm pretty sure we've seen him have sex more than we've seen Dean have sex. It's either equal or... It's going to stop being equal once Sam loses his soul, but it's, like, pretty close. There, It's not, like, the fandom obviously has made lots of jokes about Sam being super horny. Not Sam. Um, the fandom has made plenty of jokes about Dean being super horny, and that's mostly because he says the most shit. Yeah. He's the one who's going to look at a girl and say nice boobs. Yeah. But, like, I, it's 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 just the most, It's it's just, like, a pointless scene. In an episode that already feels really long. Yeah. And, like, again, like you just said, like, yeah, I could have come around to it. But also, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with this. Basically, like, I, oh, okay, I remember. I could have come around to it by myself if I had thought about it. But, like, I don't think that we needed that contrasting dream. I think seeing Dean have this dream about Lisa, where he they're on a romantic picnic, is enough. Because yeah. what you would that already tells you enough. You don't. There's no reason to contrast right. the brothers there because like it doesn't do anything. It already for contrasts character. Dean because like we've seen Dean have like fantasies about like porn stars. We know from the fucking Jin episode. I don't yeah. like that. 
the wife he has in that episode is the magazine cover of a porn mag. Yeah. We we know that about Dean. We don't need them to show us Sam having a sex dream to get it across. Like, to show, hey, in this moment, Dean is not having a sex thought. <laughs> like, we get it. Oh my god. Yeah. I hate this show. Um, my fave thing on this wiki is this episode was intended to have Jason from Friday the 13th appear in it, but three days before shooting, the studio to whom Supernatural crew had asked permission to use this character admitted they didn't have the rights to Jason. The crew then hurriedly rewrote the script. Jason appeared briefly in season four, blah, blah, blah. Jason was set to appear in Dean's dream world and turn the episode into a more horror-themed one based on 80s movies. This also, um, someone in the reviews said that this uh, is kind of a reference to, I've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, They said, Dream a Little Dream of Me is an episode visibly inspired by a nightmare on Elm Street with the killer capable of entering the dreams of its victims and turning them into nightmares. I have never seen that movie. I have I don't also know. never seen horror. it, but I do know that, like, that's Jason's whole thing is that he goes into dreams and, like, kills them in their sleep. The more you know. I just think it's very interesting that they rewrote this three days before shooting because that means the actors already knew their lines. And I don't know how much ended up being changed. But You're so right. That I... First of all, I think it's very fun. I imagine that mostly it would be changes within the dream world. Um, that is a completely different tone, which is yeah. interesting. Um, and also, why did they, like, lie? <laughs> yeah. Why did that other studio just, like, lie about having the right? <laughs> anyway, I would have been stressed as a writer. I think that would have driven me crazy. Especially since, at that point, not only did they have, they thought this all figured out, but they also probably... They were assuming that that was going to fit into the greater tone of this season. And if we're going into a more horror-themed, based on 80s movies, that both feels more scary, but also more camp. Mm-hmm. To have... Because it... Instead of... It made sense for Dean to have a nightmare, but, like, to, for his fear to be him being a demon. Like... Yeah, we can assume that wasn't there at all. Because he would have been being chased around by Jason. Yeah, I don't... So, I mean, I think I like this better. I'm just like, so tonally, I guess this would have been a little bit more like Mystery Spot. Right. Which I guess right in a row, I'm not sure if that would work. Well, so I guess I'm glad we got this one. I'm just like baffled by like, I guess I'm confused why that other studio was just like, Haha, <laughs> just kidding. They were like, yeah, we well, can put like, Jason in what? it. What? Just kidding. We don't have the rights. Or maybe something legally happened where they no longer... I don't maybe. know. It just... I was confused. I was confused. I'm sure if we did digging, we could find out. But I just don't care enough to be... To I don't be care. If you worked on Supernatural, let talk to us. Because we also want to know... This trivia section mentions that Jared was, like, tickling Jim Beaver's feet the whole <laughs> time. And, like, Jim yelled at him after the scene was finished. I... I gotta know if they were, like, if this was, like, not standard. Like, if they just goofed around occasionally, or if, like, working with them was a nightmare. I kind of want to know. I will find out by working with them directly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So would you like to know my, my <laughs> sorry, my rating? Yes. So I gave this a five hair tees out of ten. It was average. It, like, wasn't a terrible episode, but it did feel very long. Um, But I didn't 
dislike it. It was just, like, there. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Lisa was here, so that gives it a, li- a, little bo- a little boost. Just a little. Fair enough. This episode has an 8.4 on IMDb, which I think is the same as last time. Most of these are just people, like, really enjoying this one. This person was, like, said, however, the naiveness of the brothers with the tricky Bella is irritating. And I just, I really wish Bella was written better. Because, like, I know what they're going for, and it's not always working. And, like, it does seem, like, a little silly that they're just, like, always, like, I can't believe Bella stole something from us. It's like, guys, she does it every single time. Yeah. Um, And then Cups and Culture said that they thought that Lisa being in the dream ended up being kind of clunky foreshadowing that was unintentional. Uh. They do acknowledge that. Um, Because in here, it seems like a pure fantasy. Um, But then what we know is after season, originally the plan was this show was supposed to end after season five. That's pretty well known by now. And it's been well known. So Dean going back to Lisa and Ben makes this moment seem like a little bit like heavy handed on the foreshadowing, which I guess is fair. And then the same with con- the concept of Bo- be- of being in Bobby's head is recycled. Correct. Later on when too. he dies or whatever, right? Yes. Yeah. Which again ends up being kind of unintentional foreshadowing. So what can you do? Yeah. Um. They didn't know that was going to happen. That episode fucks me up because I was I I did mix up a scene from that episode with and I was expe- I was waiting for it to happen, but then it did it didn't. Nice. Yeah. I'm gonna make it quick. This episode's long. Thank you so much for listening today. We are Hitrusa everywhere. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, star rating review all the things everything if you worked on supernatural and want to shoot us an email please do i'm curious about things it doesn't have to be the later seasons it can be any season it can be whatever if you worked with supernatural in any capacity we would like to talk to you um that's all tell people you know who might like it because we would appreciate that that's all i got uh hey Taya. hey Haley. what if it was the heat of the moment What if? <laughs> what if? <laughs> what if? Hopefully next week is better. I'm sure it will be, but we'll find out when we catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the flip side.